morning, my friends, and welcome to yet another installment of Morning Reload. From very high above all other puerile and insipid forms of Wyoming mainstream media, this is Cowboy State Politics. I, of course, am your illustrious host, David Iverson, firmly ensconced behind the silver cowboy state politics microphone and broadcasting to you from the base of the Bighorns in beautiful Buffalo, Wyoming. Good morning, my friends, and happy Monday. Two weeks ago, I brought you the story of Sheridan City Council members Kristen Jennings and Andy Patzig voting no on the city's budget. At the time, the other city council members were aghast with outrage and pearl clutching. How dare these two upstarts vote against their city budget? Now, of course, as with most Wyoming communities, hundreds of thousands of dollars had been appropriated to private corporations, which, of course, is blatantly unconstitutional. Wyoming's Constitution, Article 16, Section 6, clearly prohibits the giving of public money to private corporations. However worthy they may be, nonprofit organizations are private corporations. The role of a nonprofit organization is to provide services that the government doesn't have any business being involved in. The Sheridan City budget, which was approved the night that Andy Patzig and Kristen Jennings voted no on it, appropriated hundreds of thousands of dollars of taxpayer money to 15 private corporations. 15 out of hundreds of nonprofits in the city of Sheridan. After the vote on the budget, outrage ensued. Dissent could not be tolerated and must be shut down. Enter Sheridan Media's morning program, Public Pulse. On their Friday edition, which they call Open Line Friday, three Sheridan Media hosts proceeded to attack Jennings and Patzig for their no vote on the city budget. They said dumb stuff like this. If you're a council person or you're a mayor who has a vote as a kind of a council person as well, what's your job? Well, what the is no your votes, job? We, that was your on the budget, is not wasn't to, it? Uh, yes. Your job is not to go, you know, what are you, wor what are you worried about the Constitution of Wyoming and the United States of America if you're on a city council in a small town? Your job is to make sure that stuff runs here, you know? That we have the, all these great nonprofits that the city and the county give money to? You know, dog the hub on Smith, really? Because I'll bet you go down there at lunchtime, walk in there at lunchtime, get up on the stage and announce what he said on the radio, and there will be a whole bunch of seniors be on the move right at you. Yeah. Because that is a great place, and that's one of the shining stars in this community, and you cannot dog the hub on Smith. Why indeed would a city council member pay any attention to that crusty old document called a constitution? That's not your job. Putting their absolute ignorance of the Wyoming Constitution aside, they also said this. So basically voting against the budget says, I don't want street sweepers out there. I don't want my snow picked up. I don't want my potholes filled. I don't want infrastructure projects done. I don't done. want employees garbage, getting their paychecks. Yes. Yeah. You're basically... Shutting her down. Thumbing your nose against every city of Sheridan employee, basically, is what you're doing. There was no question whether or not the city's budget was going to pass. Jennings and Patzig are the only two conservatives in a room filled with wild-eyed liberals. 
Their no vote on the budget was not the only example of Jennings and Patzig voicing their opposition to giving your tax dollars to private entities. Attend any Sheridan City Council meeting, and you'll probably get an example of that. The reason why I've brought this whole episode up a couple of different times is this happens in every Wyoming community. The possibility of your liberty and money being taken away happens most often at the local level, not at the state level, though they do it too, and you probably won't even notice when it happens at the federal level. But in your city council chambers and at your board of county commissioners, the likelihood of your money being given to private individuals is extraordinarily high. Just about every Wyoming community does it. It's absolutely wrong. It is not the role of government for them to give your money to other private entities, no matter how many bleeding hearts are asking for it. So anyhow, after the Sheridan Media episode, I invited Patsig and Jennings to come on the program and respond to the stupid statements that were made by those three hosts on Public Pulse. Once again, cowboy state politics was extraordinarily effective in forcing media outlets to actually do their job. Last Thursday... Public Pulse invited Jennings and Patsig to come on the program and talk about all of these issues that the city of Sheridan is facing, and to give them a minute or two to respond to what was said about them on Sheridan Media two weeks prior. You might be thinking, well, Dave, why not applaud them for inviting the two council members onto the program to talk about it? After all, they didn't have to. You don't get accolades for doing the right thing after you've been forced to. By definition, that means you didn't want to do the right thing in the very beginning. We don't give out attaboys to DUI suspects after they've paid their fine. And Sheridan Media didn't lead with their mistake like I do when I'm in error. They saved it till the very last part of the program, hardly worthy of the backslap that I'm sure they believe they're entitled to. In any case... I doubt very seriously that anybody at Sheridan Media expected what was about to happen to them when they gave Andy Patzig the floor to respond. It's beautiful, and I'll play it for you after we take a quick break. We'll get back to the drubbing that Sheridan Media is about to receive in just a second. But first, an absolutely egregious profit timeout. Cowboy State Politics is brought to you by Morton Buildings. If you're in the market for any type of metal structure, be it an outbuilding or a garage or a barn or maybe a roping arena so you can continue practicing all of your rodeo stuff year-round or even a giant warehouse for your business, then you need to call my friends Nick and Jesse at Morton Buildings. 307-674-2532 or you can check them out on their website at mortonbuildings.com. Now that the sun is finally shining, you need a new hat to keep it off of your face. And you can find the one that you're looking for at New Trend Hats. They're a Wyoming-based company down in Kemmerer. They make those really cool baseball caps with the ponytail hole on the back of them. And they have a large selection of hats for both men and women. So it doesn't really matter what style you're interested in. Go to their website, newtrendhats.com, and you'll find the perfect hat for this Finally, sunny Wyoming summer. And now, back to the program. All 
obvious that Sheridan Media's Floyd Whiting had no idea what was about to happen to him when he asked the question. But here he is setting it up for Andy Patsy to respond to what had been said about him and Kristen Jennings on the radio two weeks ago. Recently, the uh, resolution of the city budget passed, and uh, we're going to jump into this. Uh, both of you voted against that city budget. So I want to I give you an opportunity. I don't want to put you back on your heels here, but I want to know why. Uh, and I'll start with you, Councilman Patsy. It's pretty clear, to me at least, that old Floyd had no idea what had been said on air about the two city council members. It's obvious that he was completely unprepared for what Andy Patzig was about to say when given the floor. I should also point out before I play this that one of the participants in that open line Friday two weeks ago was in the room. That was Trevor Wilson. Here's City Council member Andy Patzig's response to Sheridan Media. I'm just going to play the whole thing for you because it's awesome. Well, I really appreciate the question. I was hoping that we could talk about this subject because a lot of what was said on the 23rd was either grossly mischaracterized or patently false, and I just I didn't appreciate it very much at all. Um, one of the things that, uh, and I'm, I'd like to uh, invite Trevor to chime in if he wants, because I know he was part of that panel. But um, one of the things that was asked was, uh, or stated rather, is that um, I'm a councilman. What do I care about the national or the Wyoming Constitution for? And the fact of the matter is, is that seemed like a rather silly question to ask, because every single one of us up on the governing body had to swear an oath to obey, uphold, and protect the Constitution, not only the national, but the Wyoming Constitution, when we took office. So uh, it would be natural for us to look at that as something that we should take into consideration when we're considering each action that we take on council. And um, <clears throat> so one of the things, so you're asking, why did, why did we vote against the budget? And the answer that I gave was that it's, that it's unconstitutional. And when I say uh, reasons of unconstitutionality, I'm talking about specifically specific elements within the budget. And so there's not it's not that the entire budget is unconstitutional, but there's things within it. And specifically, what I mentioned that night um, was the donations that are being made to nonprofit agencies. And um, I actually have a printout right here of uh, Wyoming Constitution, Article 16, Section 6, which I also referenced that night specifically. Um, and the reason I say that is because it was said, if you're going to represent yourself as a constitutionalist, you better know your constitution. I don't understand exactly why that remark was made in that way, because I referenced specifically the area in the constitution that I, was, um, I felt that there was an objection to. And that is um, Article 16, Section 6 says, neither the state nor any county or city shall loan or give its credit or make donations to or in aid of any individual, association, or corporation except for the necessary support of the poor. I also stated that night that that language, um, to my best estimate, was part of the original language from the Constitution. So one of the things, I'm not a lawyer, but I talked to lawyers about this, that you have to do is you have to interpret the language in the context of the, uh, the period that it was written in. So when you're talking about the necessary benefit of the, of the poor, that would be what that would mean back in 1890. So when we're giving uh, public money, money that was 
taken uh, without uh, vol- it wasn't voluntary given. It was it was involuntarily taken when you pay your sales taxes, your property taxes. We're taking that money and giving it uh, to specific nonprofits. We we donated money to uh, GPEP money. That's general purpose excise tax money to 15 nonprofits. Um, I've heard estimates that there are over 500 nonprofits in this town. Donating to some and not others is, in my opinion, the definition of the government picking winners and losers. And I don't know many people that would advocate that the government should be in the business of picking winners and losers. And I know that there was specific reference, um, because it was brought up on council specifically, um, that I voted against the donation to the hub um, back in March or when we voted on this. Um, that, that is true. But it was stated to your audience that I was dogging the hub. It was stated many times, actually. In fact, it was even stated that if I got up on the stage at lunchtime at the Hub and said what I said, that there would be, and I quote, um, a whole bunch of seniors moving right at me. The fact of the matter is what I stated was I was asked if I voted against giving the people's money to the Hub, and I said, and I quote, yes, I think so. I don't see how yes, I think so was in any way classifiable as dogging the hub. The fact of the matter is, and I've stated it publicly many times, I think that the hub does great work. There are a lot of nonprofit organizations in this town that I think do great work. It doesn't mean, though, that they should be receiving government subsidization. And one of the things that uh, has been um, more specifically discussed recently is the $100,000 that we're giving to the hub to pay for their fuel prices for uh, the Goose Creek Transit. Let me know if I'm going too long. <laughs> We're going a little bit. I'd like to hear what you okay. did. Um, well, anyway, the, the point is this. We have wild rides in town. We have Sheridan Taxi in town. Nobody's paying for their gas. Now, I understand the difference that they're, uh, one is a for-profit, one is a non-profit. But I'll tell you what, when it comes to the bottom line for wild rides and Sheridan Taxi, it doesn't make a lot of difference that if they're losing business to government-subsidized taxi services, which the Goose Creek Transit does offer, a door-to-door taxi service. Um, if they're losing money to that, it doesn't really matter to them what the, class, the tax classification of the, of the people that they're losing money to. Exactly. He did it in a classy way, but still got his point across. That everything that Sheridan Media had said on their open line Friday was absolutely wrong. That the people that were saying that had no idea what was written in the Wyoming Constitution, and they probably don't care to begin with. In the next few episodes, I'm going to bring you some stories that are more local in nature, because, like I said, those are the ones that affect your life more profoundly than anything that happens at the state level or at the federal level. On Wednesday's program, I'm going to tell you about what's been happening with the library board over in Fremont County. It appears that they don't care what their own rules say about appointing people to various boards in the county. If Fremont County officials don't agree with your politics, then the rules don't matter to them. We'll do that on Wednesday. Also on Wednesday's program, a great interview with Pastor Jonathan Lang about free speech. You're going to love what he has to say. So we'll do that on Wednesday. But for now... From the base of the Bighorns in beautiful Buffalo, Wyoming, I'm David Iverson, and this is the one and only Cowboy State Politics.